to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are grateful, we are thankful for a moment like this to come together as a people to hear your word. Holy Spirit, we pray for your direction. We pray for guidance. We pray that you lead us into all truth. Amen. Give us receiving hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and please be seated. Always be ready to clap for God. It's a good thing. Oh, yes. Okay, it's a good thing to always clap for God. Amen. Awesome. Well, I want us to hear the word of God. And today, today we are continuing our message on determinants. I love it. Determinants. Uh, today, I want to share with you about another determinant. Okay. Mm. Another determinant. We may not have more opportunities before the end of the year to share on this. So I want to move on to another determinant and share with you. So if you turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 11, I just want to read our foundational scripture with you and then we will continue. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse number 11. It says, I returned and saw under the sun, that the race is not to the swift, mm. nor the battle to the strong, neither yet, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Hallelujah. So Amen. the next determinant, we've been talking about some few determinants. We, talking, we talk about um, speed. We talk about strength. We talk about wisdom. And today I want to talk to you about understanding. Understanding. Yeah, I love and it. I want to share with you from the book Determinants and chapter 12. And it's what happens to people who lack understanding. Hey. What happens to people who lack understanding? Oh, Hallelujah. Gosh. Amen. Matthew chapter 15 and verse 16. Matthew chapter 15 and verse 16. It says, And Jesus said, Ye also yet without understanding? Ye also yet without understanding? Mm -hmm. Now, this, this scripture is when Peter had approached Jesus after he had told a parable, he had told a parable and they came to him and they were asking what the parable meant. And Jesus showed so much displeasure and expressed disappointment when he noticed that his own disciples lacked understanding. His own disciples who have been with him for a while now, he has taught them. He has explained things to them. He has, they have seen him do things. He was shocked. And he said, 
Are ye also yet without understanding? That means, you know, if you listen to Hikab, are ye also yet? That means, are you still at this time without understanding? <laughs> so you see, after you have walked with the Lord for a while, after you have followed the Lord for a while, he's expecting that you will have certain understanding. True. He's expecting wow. that when you are instructed, you will follow quickly. He's yeah. expecting that when you are given certain instruction, you understand it and you will follow. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So he was surprised that his people lack understanding even at that stage. Right. And so now we want to go through some of the things that happens when people lack understanding. So number Preach. one, a man without understanding or a woman without understanding must be given hard commands and instructions. Forgive. You see, a man without understanding needs hard commands. Or a woman without understanding needs hard commands and instructions. Do you see? Yes. Psalm, 20, Psalm 20, uh, 32 and verse 9. Psalm 32 and verse 9. Okay. It says, be ye not as the, you know, let's read from verse 8 so that you get a good context. Okay. Psalm 32 and verse 8. Okay. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. You have your Bibles. Psalm 32 and verse 8. It says, this is the Lord speaking. He says, I will, are you listening? Yes. Then. He says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. Okay. So this is God speaking. He says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. Amen. I will guide thee with mine eyes. Mm. Do you see? Do you see how you can be guided with your by someone's eyes. You yeah. see, I think sometimes, you know, when we were children, when we were children, you will be doing some things, you know, and your parents, they are with guests. You know, maybe you are running around and you come to the living room and then you run out and then you, or you will come there when you are not supposed to and your mother will not say anything to you or your father will not say anything to you, but they will give you a certain look. <laughs> and when you look in their eyes, you receive instruction. If you are a child with understanding. That's true. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. Oh, I, I had that many times. You know, they will give you a certain look. They will, they, as they are talking, they are talking to the guests. And then they will turn their face and they will look at you in a certain way. And then you will get them. You, 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 you will straighten up immediately. Do you mm. understand? That is a child with understanding. Amen. Okay. So God is saying, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. go. I will guide thee with mine eyes. Mm. And then the next verse says, be ye not. He says, be ye not as the horse. Verse 9. I don't know why they are so behind. But be ye not as the horse. Or as the mule, okay, we are we we agree, we agree, trading, so it is good. You are doing very well. Okay, so be ye not as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bits and bridle, lest they come nigh unto thee. Forgive. 
Do you see? Pause right there. You see? So God is saying, I will guide you. I will direct you. I will instruct you with my eyes. Which way you should go, which way you should turn, what you should choose, what you should do, what you should not do. But don't be like a horse. Don't be like a horse or like a mule. A mule is a camel. Don't be like a horse or a camel which lack understanding, which have no understanding. That means a human being, don't be like an animal which has no understanding. Amen. The way to move a horse or a mule is to put a bridle in a mouth. Mm. Okay? You put a bit and a bridle in the mouth and that's how you drive them. You move them and you turn them to the way where they don't want to go. Because if you leave them, they'll go their own way, way wild. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. And this is what happens to us sometimes. Mm. When God wants to guide you, when God wants to direct you, when God wants to instruct you, if you don't have understanding of the ways of God and of the things of God and of spiritual things, you cannot be guided by God. You cannot be directed by God. You cannot be led by God. You know, sometimes I hear young people and they say that, oh, I'm interested in marrying this person. You know, Reverend, I want to marry this person. You know, I have, you know, I, I, I have a thing. That's how sometimes the young people. A, a, a feeling, a feeling. I have a thing for this person. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. And I, I say, then pray about it. <laughs> And they say, Reverend, I have prayed about it for a long time. I've said this many times. I've prayed about it, but the Lord has not, not spoken to me. Forgive. You see, it's because you lack understanding. Mm. You don't understand the ways of God. God is talking to you. God, you know, you, you are waiting for you to have a, a dream. And then an angel of God will come in a dream and say, Ha ha ha! is the person. Ha ha ha! Don't marry Essie, you know. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! And then you fly. Ha ha! And then you wake up and say, "Wow, it's Arab." You see, you are not going to hear from God like that. But He says, Preach. "I will guide you with my instruct, my eyes." Sometimes God is guiding you through the person that you are interested in, the things that the person says, the way the person talks, the way the person is fighting with you, the way the person is constantly arguing with you. And God is showing you and telling you that this is not the person. This is not the person. But you say, God is not talking to me. And you close your eyes. You fight with this person every moment you are together. But you say, God is not talking to you. Forgive. And you are following your feelings. Yeah. I have a thing. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So that is a person who lacks understanding. Amen. That is a person who lacks understanding. Sometimes you want a job, a particular job, so badly, and then you force you go for this interview, and then you keep calling them, and they call you, and they say somebody will call you, and then you 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 say this is the job that I want, this is it, and I'm praying about it, and I know this is what I want. But you see, they, it's like almost close to the hiring you and then some bizarre thing happens and they don't hire you, but you cannot see that God is preventing you from going there. Are you understanding what I'm saying with you? So that is a person who lacks understanding and God is saying he will guide you with his eyes, but you only will understand the instructions and the guidance of God when you have understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
So you must be, when you lack understanding, then you, we must be hard on you. Mm. You know, you must be hard on someone who lacks understanding. Mm. A person who lacks understanding is a stubborn person. Sure. When a person lacks understanding, cannot understand, you see, you tell the person, do this, and you find the person is stubborn. The person will not do it because there is a lack of understanding. Yeah, a person true. who lacks understanding is slow to turn and That's slow it. to yield. You cannot mm. have a person turn. It's like a horse that lacks understanding. You have to put the, the bridle in the mouth and move the horse. Mm. And say, turn this way before they turn. A person who lacks understanding cannot be spoken to gently. Wow. You cannot speak gently with a person. You have to be stern with Preach. a person who lacks understanding. He mm. understands nothing or she understands nothing. You see? And you cannot invite such a person to an executive meeting to have important discussions because there is a lack of understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. Such a person will not fit in that environment. And mm. he's a different cut. So he must be forced to comply. You have to force the person to comply and be brought into subjection. That is a person who lacks understanding. And that is how it is sometimes with children. Okay, wow. because children lack understanding. They usually don't understand the things that you explain to them. And mm. so part of raising children is you force them to comply because they lack understanding. You see, they want to play. They want to sit at the game. They want to watch the TV. They don't understand why you cannot, they cannot watch the TV. The TV is there. You know, the, 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 the pictures are showing. Why can they not sit and watch it? They can't mm. understand it. So you force them and you say, it's time to sleep. Turn it off. And they say, the TV is still running. They have no clothes. <laughs> but you say, go to sleep. And he says, I'm not sleepy. You say, you have to sleep. Mm. Because the child lacks understanding that in the morning, when I have not gotten enough rest, I cannot focus. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So that is a person who lacks understanding. When a person lacks understanding, a child lacks understanding, the child wants to play with a knife. Hey. And you say, you can't have the knife. And then the child is crying. But you force such a person to comply because he lacks understanding. And I'm, Amen. it is, you continue to do this and do this until the child gets to a certain stage. And then you see they understand. True. And when the child understands, then you don't need to do that anymore. You just need to talk to them. Isn't that so? Preaching. Yes. Now, unfortunately, there comes a certain stage that some people, they have grown, but they still lack understanding. Mercy. They are not children, but they lack understanding. And so they are treated as though they are children. Hallelujah. Amen. However, when you are dealing with someone who lacks, who, who has understanding, someone who is with under, a woman with understanding or a man of understanding, you don't need to use force. You cannot even use force. Such a person, when you use force, it drives them away. Wow. You drive them away when you, when you use force on them. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. That is a person who has understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, I've encountered many people who lack understanding as my work as a leader. They must be told what to do. So person who lacks understanding, you always have to tell them what to do. What is the next thing to do? 
Hallelujah. You can't leave a person like that to do anything they want. You have to instruct them. You have to direct them for a person who lacks understanding. A man that lacks understanding is like a horse or a mule, and that must be controlled. Such a person must be controlled. A person, a a, a man that lacks understanding thinks that alcohol is a good thing. And you have to control that person. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Amen. You have to control the person. You have to, a a woman that lacks understanding feels that buying new clothes all the time is a good thing. And you have to control the person. She must be controlled. (laughs) Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? She must be controlled. Hallelujah. You cannot afford for your husband to use your rent money to buy alcohol. Man, he must be controlled. He must be controlled. (laughs) Because he lacks understanding. If you lack understanding, it doesn't matter you are the head. You must be controlled. That's whatever I say there. You lack understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Amen. Yes. A man who lacks understanding is not necessarily an evil person. Wow. You understand? If someone Uh, lacks understanding, it's just that the person lacks understanding. The person is not evil. But the person must be controlled. The person must be told what to do. Children Mm -hmm. are not evil. They just lack understanding. Understanding. Wow. Hallelujah. Somebody understand what I'm saying with you? Yes. Yes. So that person must be controlled. Mm -hmm. The next one, a man without understanding does not naturally know what he must do. True, true. Or a woman without understanding does not naturally know what she must do. You are preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I First Chronicles chapter twelve and verse thirty-two. First Chronicles chapter twelve and verse thirty-two. This you remember the children of Issachar. Yes, please. So the Bible says, and of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them were 200 and all their brethren were at their commandments. Hallelujah. Amen. So the children of Issachar were not described, you see, I mean, this contest, this scripture, you know, in First Chronicles chapter 12, actually from verse, I mean, chapter 11, when you read, it talks about the time that David um, was on the run from Saul. Do you understand? David was on the run from Saul. And, you know, he had gone to hide in the wilderness, running away from Saul. Now, the people of Israel had gone to Hebron to choose David and make him a king. Okay, Mm -hmm. because they saw all the great things that the Lord was using him to do. And so they have gone to make David a king. And now God was gathering an army for David. God was building an army for David. David did not go to solicit any group. God was just bringing men to him. Okay? And if you read from um, chapter verse 1, you see how God was building this army. You see, it says now, verse 1, it says, chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Now these are they that came to David to Ziklag. That is where he was hiding. While he yet kept himself close because of Saul 
or he kept himself in hiding because of Saul, the son of Kish. And they were among them, the mighty men, helpers of the war. Do you see? Yes. So the Bible is describing the type of people that God brought to David. The groups of people said they were mighty men, helpers of the war. Okay, and then verse 2 says, they were armed with bows and could use both the right hand and the left hand in hurling stones and shooting arrows out of a bow. Wow. Even of Saul's brethren of Benjamin. Do you see? So these were like men with real skills in war. The Bible said they could throw stones and arrows with their left hand and in their right hand. Either way, if they, you are running and they are holding stones, they throw with their left hand, they will hit you. With the right <laughs> okay. hand, it's like they were fighters. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Oh, I'm showing you something. And this is how the Bible described them. It says, they were hurling stones and shooting arrows out of bow, even Saul's brethren. And then when you go to verse 8, there's the groups. The, I mean, the Bible is, begins to describe the groups. You know, it describes the different groups. And then verse 8, it talks about this group called the Kadites or the Gedites. It says, mm-hmm. and of the Gedites, they separated themselves unto David into the hold to the wilderness of men of might. Now, this is what they were calling the place now. And men of war, fit for the battle that could handle shield and buckler. That means they could handle shields and spears and arrows, bucklers. They could handle all of this. And the Bible describes them, this is whose faces, their faces were like the faces of lions. (laughs) If these people are in your army, their face alone, the Bible said they were looking like lions. And they were as swift as they rose upon the mountain. That means they could run very fast. So, you see, God was gathering all these people around David. Verse 17. Go to verse 17. The Bible says, And David went out to meet them and said, answered and said unto them, If ye come peaceably unto me to help me. I mean, these are different groups. I could not get the time to, when you have time, go and read this chapter. It's a very, I mean, it ministered to me so powerfully, but I could not, I can't go through the whole chapter with you. But David went to meet with them and said, if you have come to me peaceably and to help me, my heart shall be knit unto you. That is a very powerful statement. Mm. But if ye become to betray me to my enemies, seeing there is no wrong in my hand, the God of our fathers, look thereon and rebuke you. Amen. So, among all of these groups, you know, which I cannot go over, now we come to verse 32. So mm. if you read the whole chapter, they were described as men of valor, mighty men, mm. great warriors, you know, men whose face were looking at lions. Oh, yes. mm. And then it comes to this group, the children of Issachar, or the tribe of Issachar. And the Bible says, and of the children which... And the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, times. to know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them were 200. So you see, these were not people who were described as warriors who knew how to throw arrows, who knew how to run fast. 
and whose okay. faces look like lions. Mm. But the Bible brought men who had understanding, understanding of the times. They know what to do. They know what to do. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And I'm trying to show you how important this characteristic or this gift or this blessing is to have understanding. Mm. Understanding of the times. To know what to do. do. Mm. Hallelujah. Naturally. To know what to do. To know the seasons. Mm. You see, to know the seasons. They were not men of war. They were not men who had skills to throw arrows, but they were just described as men of understanding or children of understanding. Hallelujah. They, as they were describing people with great valor, men of valor, and the Bible says these were, they, they were brought very close to the incoming king. If you continue to read, they, they, they came very close to the incoming king. That means they were like next to the king. True. Do you see? And because they, the reason why they came that close is because they were men who had understanding of the times. And they naturally knew what to do at any time. Wow. They naturally knew what to do at any time. And the great men of valor, the mighty men, they were not even that close. They were the camp, but the men of understanding they were close to the king. Mm. And I tell you, every great leader needs people like that to be around him. Every great leader needs men of understanding of the times, men who know exactly what to do when the time comes. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is when they talk about the children of Issachar that they knew they were men of understanding and they knew what to do. They knew how to get people out of crisis. They know mm. what to say. They know what move to make. They know what to do at any time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You know, today the bishop was preaching. If you, um, Esther chapter 13, uh, Esther chapter one and verse 13, for instance, Esther chapter one and verse 13, the Bible says, when Vashti, when Vashti had misbehaved mm. and there was commotion in the nation and they were saying that if you don't do something about it, all the women in the church are now going to be misbehaved and they're not going to respect their husbands and so on and so forth. You know, so the, the Bible says in verse 13, it says, then the king said to the wise men, which knew the times. <laughs> For so was the king's manner. For so was the king's manner towards all that knew the law and judgment. So look, if you are a person who has understanding of the times and knows what to do, you are consulted by kings. True, true. They come to you for advice. You come close to the king. He says, the king said to the wise men, which knew the times, for so was the king's manner towards all that new law and judgment. And verse 14 said, verse 14, he said, the next unto him was Kashina, Shita, Admata, Tashish, Meris, Masina, and Memukan, or Memukan, the seven princes of Persia and Media, which saw the king's face and which sat 
in the first in the kingdom. Wow. wow. The first in the kingdom. They sat first in the kingdom, not the warriors, not the strong men. Kings need men of understanding understanding. who knows what to do, who knows what to do in terms of crisis. They are preaching. preaching. Amen. So pray for this gift. It's an important gift to pray for. Be a woman of understanding. Hallelujah. Be a man of understanding. That gift will bring you to important places. It will Amen. take you to important people. It will bring you close. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When Amen. you have this great blessing, when you have this great gift, you suggest things to your boss. What to do in terms of crisis, in terms of difficulty, you come and say, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. It will work. Oh, I know how to do this. Let's fix this. Let's put this together. It will be said, boss, don't worry. I, I, I know what to do. Let's do this. Let's do that. And they realize when they do it, exactly what you say, it happens. And then you take the boss out of crisis. Don't you Mm. think this will bring you next to the boss, that he will make the office that is empty next to him be your office? Exactly. We're going to work in Jesus' name. (laughs) He says, wow, what a person. How did that happen? How could you, how could you come up with that? How did you Mm. think of that? How did this? And it's because you have the gift understanding of the times to know what to do to know what to say you will sit first hallelujah amen you take the company out of crisis because of what you say and what you suggest mm. joseph had this great gift mm. in Egypt. joseph had this great gift having understanding of the times mm. and he made a suggestion to pharaoh and that took egypt out of farming and made Egypt the number one nation in the time that mm. people were coming. They had abundance because there was someone who knew what to do. There was someone who had understanding of the time and knew what to do. Say amen. Amen. Wonderful. Amen. You are preaching. I love the word. So number three, lack of understanding. We don't have time. So um, lack of understanding makes you unable to occupy important position lack of understanding makes you unable to occupy important position first kings chapter 3 and verse 9 this is this is solomon he says give thy give therefore thy servant an understanding of heart first kings 3 and verse 9 give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad for who is able to judge this thy so great a people. Hallelujah. Amen. So a lack of understanding makes you unable to occupy important positions. Solomon knew he was going to occupy an important position. So he asked God to give his servant understanding heart. You see, so I'm showing you here that it is something that you can ask God for and he will give you. Amen. Make it a prayer point that you ask God every day when you rise up, when you are going to work, tell God to give you an understanding heart. Make you a woman of understanding. Make you a man of understanding that you will know what to say. You will know what to do at any time. Amen. And God will give you and that will put you in important position. Hallelujah. That is why Solomon prayed this prayer. 
He prayed for understanding when he was made head of Israel. He knew that as a leader, you need a heart of understanding. Hallelujah. When you are a leader and you don't have a heart of understanding, you bring a lot of confusion. You don't understand how people are feeling the way they are. You don't understand how people are behaving the way they are. And when you understand, then you know how to deal with them. Hmm. Solomon had understanding of the heart. And so when cases were brought to him, he judged those cases wisely. He understood why a woman would want another baby killed. Because she had, he understood that this is out of jealousy. But if you don't understand, you cannot judge them. You cannot bring <laughs> fair judgment and justice. True. And then you say, this girl, this woman won the baby so badly, so let's give the baby to him. Instead <laughs> of judging wisely. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. yeah. So lack of understanding will displace you from important position. Mm. Vashti was someone who did not understand her great position. And mm. many women also don't understand their great position. I'm not going to elaborate on this. The, the prophet preached powerfully on this today. And so, mm. please, all of us, we should listen to the message and take wisdom from Amen. the message. Hallelujah. Young women, it's an important message to listen to. So go and listen to it. Those of you who miss it. Hallelujah. He says, Vashti was someone who did not understand her great position. She had gotten used to the glory of the throne. And some women get used to the position they occupy. Wife, wife. Are you understanding what I'm saying with you? Sometimes you give them a certain position and they just get so used to the throne. She did not understand that her greatness was only because she was married to the king. Uh... Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, you, you see, when you are not a, a person of understanding, you think that you would have been the way you are anyway. You would think that <laughs> even if you have married this person, you would have been like this. You don't understand that you are who you are because of this that has happened to you. Are you it's understanding preaching. what I'm saying with you? Are, you? you are preaching. I love the and, message. You see, she did not understand that the king had a choice. Oh. You see, initially she thought that she was eight. And she was the only one. She was the most beautiful woman. The king wanted to show him her around. The king wanted Aww. to display her beauty. And she was showing off. She didn't come. She didn't know that there was an alternative. Cabados, a, better, a better one. A better, a better one. one. Thank you. <laughs> and a virgin. <laughs> and a virgin. Thank you. You are helping me do the message very well. He said she did not understand that the king had a choice. It was her privilege to be called the king's wife. His wife. She didn't mm. understand that. It was a privilege. Mm. Hallelujah. You are preaching. See, the women are not saying amen. I see. Hey. If you don't like it, don't blame the Bible. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't write the Bible. Yeah. Reverend, why are you not talking about the man? Is Vashti a woman or a man? You are reading the book of Esther and you say, Reverend, why are you not talking about the man? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Where is your face? Without understanding, must not be put into high positions. They will simply mess things up. And men also, without understanding, they will mess situations up. True. Amen. Let me give you one last point and then we close. I love it. A lack of understanding makes you not to be chosen. Forgive. 
a lack of understanding makes you not to be chosen. Mm. Proverbs 13 and verse 15, it says, good understanding giveth favor, but the Amen. way of transgressors is hard. Hey. Good understanding. Yes. You get favor when you have good understanding. Mm-hmm. Now, that makes me now want to pray for good understanding. Good understanding. Because you can have understanding that is bad yeah. understanding. <laughs> understanding of evil. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But when you have good understanding, you receive favor. Amen. 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 So the scripture here is clearly teaching us that having a good understanding will cause you to receive favor. Amen. Amen. The here there's a story about a man who was over 50 years old. Mm. He was 50 years old and he lost his wife. Now, when he lost his wife in the church, you know, everyone was suggesting to him some of these pretty young, flowery looking women, you know, very nice, beautiful, slim, nice looking, beautiful, Coca-Cola. lot of hair with a Coca-Cola shape. And that is what they were suggesting to him. Yeah. So the man kept looking and looking and looking. And each one they brought to him, they, he said no. Uh, each one he said no. This one. Said, oh, this one is very nice. Look at this one. Very pretty. She's, the man said no. Slim and tender. And then they, they finally found out the man has made a choice. <laughs> and it was another woman, like a Makola woman, that had, you know, very looking like um, a real trader. You know how they trade? Yeah. <laughs> she travels, Togo Togo. Hey, the man had chosen this woman. Wow. <laughs> and then they asked him, why? Oh, for of all the women that are in the church, is this the one that you pick? And listen to the man. He simply answered, it is by, it is about understanding. understanding. <laughs> this, these young ones will not understand my life. <laughs> they do not understand a man and they do not understand an older man. He says, I want someone who understands me and understands what I want. <laughs> Indeed, the lady he married was like a weather-beating eagle. <laughs> but with time, it was clear that he had chosen well because the new, the new weather-beating lady with a big abdomen and stomach understood the needs of the man that he had married. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. What a man. <laughs> so he, he understood the needs of the man. What a man. So the man chose the right person. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? But when you are a woman of understanding, you receive favor and you'll be chosen. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Abigail, Abigail, you know Abigail? Yes. Abigail, wife. Nabal's wife. You know, that woman was a woman who's, he, she lost her husband and within hours, she got another one. Kabadoske, yeah. The woman got yes. her husband as soon as her first husband died. And look at how the Bible describes it. Look at how the Bible describes it. In 1 Samuel chapter 25 and verse 3. 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 3. You see? It says, Now the name of the man was Nabal. 
and the name of his wife, Abigail. And she was a woman of good understanding. Ah, amen. And of a beautiful countenance. Oh. But the man was chelish and evil in his doing. And he was <laughs> of the house of Caleb. So you see, the Bible describes Abigail as cute, nice, mm -hmm. pretty, but of good, good understanding. understanding. Wow. Wow. So it does not take just beauty to get married. At all. It does not just take beauty to stay happily married. Hey. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Beauty is it takes good understanding. <laughs> it takes good understanding to get married and to Amen. stay married and be happily married. It takes good understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. So Amen. this is a great characteristic. It is a great gift that everyone must pray for. You ought Amen. to be a man of understanding. You Amen. ought to be a woman of understanding. And not Amen. just understanding, but of good understanding. understanding. The Amen. Bible says Abigail was a woman of good understanding. May Amen. you be a woman of good understanding. May you be a man of good understanding. Amen. May you know, may you have understanding of the times to know Amen. what to do naturally Amen. that it comes to you naturally that you know what to do that in every crisis in every situation you know what to do may it never be a time that you don't know what to do you are confused you are in a dilemma but may you have that gift that i know what to do at this season in this pandemic i know what to do in this season i know what to do as the year is ending i know what to do in the coming year i know what to do may that be your blessing in the peace. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wow, what a message. Your feet. Let's bring wow. the service to your feet. A woman of understanding, a man of understanding, of good understanding, of good understanding. Why don't you just take a moment and pray for this gift, this great gift of good understanding, that the Lord will give you the spirit of understanding, that you will be a woman of good understanding. You'll be a man of good understanding. You will know what to do. You are simple to deal with. You, you, you don't need force to do things. You don't need to be driven, but you drive because you are a woman of good understanding. Because you are a man of good understanding. Father, give us this gift. You'll be you'll make a difference. You'll be singled out in your company. You'll be singled out in the office. When you open your mouth, they know that the woman of understanding has spoken. They will know that a man of understanding has spoken. In the you in the office, when you when you choose, they know that this is a wise choice because a woman of understanding has made that choice. You will know what to do in times of crisis in the office. They will say that let's go to this person. She will tell us what to do next. She knows what to do. We are confident that when we go to this person, she will tell us what to do. Let us go to this person. Let us ask this person. Let that be your story. Father, give us that gift. Give us that gift. Like the tribe of Issachar. Like the children of Issachar. The word says that they were men of understanding. And they knew what to do. At any time, they knew what to do. May we be of such people. Give us that spirit. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful.
Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We honor you for your word this afternoon. In Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Amen. Now with all eyes closed and every head bow, you are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Christ. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. If that is your prayer, I just want to say a short prayer with you. If that's your prayer, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to say a short prayer with you. So if you want to receive Jesus as your Savior, you want to receive Jesus as your Master, you want to be born again, I want you to say this prayer with me. Repeat this prayer after me and say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I come to you just as I am. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my Please sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your I blood. I invite you into my life. I invite you into my I welcome life. you into my heart. Oh, I welcome you into my heart. Lord Jesus. Lord Be Jesus. my Lord. Be my, Be my Lord. master. Be my, be my savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write in the book name. of life. In the book of Thank life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. saving me today. For saving me in today. Jesus name. In Jesus Amen. name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your seat? Wonderful. We want to receive our tithe. Are you blessed? If you are, you are, you pray this prayer with me and you mean it from your heart, you are, you are, you are born again. You are born again, according to the scriptures. You are born again. And I would like to know you. I would like to pray with you. So if you pray this prayer for the first time and you mean it, I want you to send a message to the text the WhatsApp text that is projected on the screen right now, send a message to this number and we'll pray with you. If you are a person also who uh, you are feeling lonely, this because we are not gathering in church and somebody called me and she, she said, um, she, she's looking for the time that we meet in church. And I said, we are not meeting in church now. She's, and we are gathering online. We have services online and I was giving her the information she says, that's not what I want. I want in person. I want to see a pastor, you know. So if you are lonely, we can meet with you. We can have a WhatsApp video or mm -hmm. uh, some form of video conference with you. We can chat with you. So if you have that need, please send a message to this test. And uh, one of us will get to you. One of our pastors will get to you. One of our shepherds will get to you. Give you company. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to receive our tithe. If you have your tithe with you, let us receive your tithe right now. Let us lift up your tithe in honor of the Lord and let us pray. If you have paid your tithe earlier in the week and you want to, you, 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 you want to acknowledge the Lord's presence and that you want to pray with us, also lift up your device or lift up your hand and let us pray. Uh, our Father in heaven, we are grateful and thankful for the opportunity you always give us opportunity of blessing. Father, giving to you is always an opportunity for a blessing. 
Therefore, we are thankful for this wonderful gift and wonderful opportunity. And now, Lord, your word commands us to bring in all our tithe into the storehouse that there will be meat in your house. And Father, you promise us. You say you, you will open the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing. I pray, Lord, for everyone who is paying his or her tithe this afternoon or has paid their tithe. I pray, Father, for this blessing to come upon such a person. An open heaven blessing in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the windows of heaven open upon their lives. And I pray, Lord, that their homes will not be a home of lack. They will never lack because you, Jehovah, shall be a supplier. Lord, you supply in abundance. You never cause our rivers to run dry. Our baskets shall never be empty. In the name of Jesus. Replenish whatever is lost, oh God. Replenish whatever has been stolen. Whatever the enemy has taken from us. In the name of Jesus. And I pray, oh God, you say you rebuke the devourer for our sake. Lord, rebuke the devourer for our sake. For the sake of our heart. Father, rebuke the devourer when it comes to our health. In the name of Jesus, rebuke the devourer concerning our finances. Rebuke the devourer concerning our peace. In the name of Jesus, I pray, O God, for everyone who is paying their tithe. I pray, O God, according to your word, you say, then shall you return and shall see the, the, the difference between the wicked and the righteous. The difference between those who serve you and those who do not serve you. Lord, as we serve you with our substance. I pray, oh God, that you make that distinction in our lives. We are grateful. We are thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Sing, Shana. My God and King, to you alone I sing. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come and worship with us on the Zoom platform with ID number 823-299-84436 every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.